For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Asked. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. To get up and get going, South Coast, it's time for the Tim Weisberg Show on WBSM. Also streaming live on WBSM.com and on the WBSM app. Talk to Tim now at 508-996-0500 or send him a message or a voicemail through the WBSM app. And now, ready to start your day off with a bang, it's Tim Weisberg. Welcome back in the third and final hour of the program here on WBSM and room for you at 508-996-0500. You can also send in those app chat messages on the WBSM app. And I'm just taking a look at some of the app chat messages. Uh, JP in Dartmouth says, do you know about traffic? What app do you have? Um, So, well, I use Google Maps to keep an eye on the traffic. So if anybody, you know, lets us know about something that's going on out there on the roads, I always open up Google Maps and keep an eye on it. And I can tell you that it's still slow on 195 eastbound from about Mattapoisett to Fairhaven, but it's not as bad as it was. It looks like traffic is starting to move. It looks like there's just a couple of spots where you'll be really slowed down, uh, but that the rest of it is moving, but it's moving slowly. Uh, So they're getting that crash cleared up. Uh, You could still go and take Route 6 to get around from Fairhaven to Mattapoisett if you need to. We'll keep an eye on that. But I use the, the live Google Maps in front of me. But if you want to get traffic updates, if you want to know about things that are going on with traffic, download the WBSM app. You can get it from your app store for free, wherever you get your apps. You can go to WBSM.com and you can download it from there as well. But when you open that up, you can actually get your traffic report from the WBSM app. And it'll keep you up to date with all of that. So, you know, if that's something that you want to check out and keep up to date with, we can make sure that you do that. Uh, Also, got another app chat message here as well. Uh, It says, well, we have (laughs) our intern. Uh, Nia says, Hi, Tim. It's, it's, it's Nia. I'm so excited to she put all the different spellings of her name. We, we've had a running joke with Nia that nobody has gotten her name right. So uh, Chris McCarthy probably has the best plan 
when it comes to interns. It's probably not the most personal plan, but it works for him. He doesn't bother to learn any of their names. He just refers to them all as intern. Because he says, you know, there's too many names to remember. You're only here for a brief amount of time anyway. I'm just going to call you intern. But uh, she says that she's so excited to see us today. So she's on her way in. We'll see her very shortly. Uh, also, I got a message that says, I guess they are using the Atlantic Motel in Wareham for migrant housing. I just seen about seven, and that's not my, not my grammar. I just seen about seven or eight very dark people outside. So let me just caution you on thinking that just because you see a very dark person does not mean that they are a migrant from another country. However, the Atlantic Motel is being used to house ha families from Haiti. Uh, they are staying there. And, and um, Ariel mentioned earlier, it was at the Eastern Inn in, Buzz in Bourne where they're hosting them as well. There's another place in Bourne um, over by Mass Maritime where they're hosting some families as well. So, yes, they are there at the Atlantic Motel. But just because you saw very dark-skinned people outside the motel, don't just automatically assume that that means that there's migrants there. So, I can tell you that I went to Wareham yesterday from, you know, I took a, a break during my day. We had a meeting, a, a lunch meeting, and then... I had already booked myself for a haircut and my barber is an onset. So I left Fairhaven. We went to the lunch meeting. I went and got my haircut and then I came back and finished my work. I know it'd be easier to go out and get a haircut in the middle of the day if I just found a barber who was closer, but I like my barber. I like him a lot. So I don't mind taking some time out of my day and having to work a little bit later on uh, to go out there because you, you know how it works with a barber. You don't want to go there in the busy times. You don't want to show up Saturday morning at 7 a.m. That's when everybody's there. So I can usually, and he works by appointment now, I can usually get an appointment at like 2, 2.30 in the afternoon, and I just take a little break in my day. And so I drove by the Atlantic Motel twice, and I didn't see anybody standing around outside. I didn't see anybody standing in front of any of the doors. I saw one person walking up the stairs and... Everything seemed quiet over there. And I can tell you something because I lived near the Atlantic Motel for a number of years. The people over there, the people that run it, don't put up with any garbage at all. They don't put up with any tomfoolery or any issues. They are a hardworking family who are actually involved in a number of businesses around town. Uh, if I have my information correct if things haven't changed they're also the family that operates the subway restaurant and operates the subway restaurant that's in the walmart i'm not totally sure and if that's still if that's still accurate but it was accurate and they also have like second jobs in addition to owning those businesses like they're a hard-working family and they don't put up with any nonsense over there so there's nothing to worry about because there's migrant families staying at the Atlantic Motel. If anything did happen, the managers of that motel would not stand for it. It's a quiet place. There's not a lot of homes around it, but there are some across the street with families. And I think that if there's anything that goes on, you know, we'll, we'll hear about it. 
but it seems like it was pretty quiet in the couple of times that I went by there. But let's not get into that mindset where every dark-skinned person is going to be assumed to be a migrant from somewhere else. Just like every person with an accent doesn't mean that they are here as part of this program either. There are many people that have been here from Haiti, from some of these other countries, long before this all started. 508-996-0500. If you want to call in and chime in, you can also send those app chat messages on the WBSM app. We do have, I had mentioned um, before, let me just follow this up here too. Uh, DSY says, I have nothing against them staying there. I go by twice a day and I've never seen them before. That's all. I, I get it. And I, I don't think that you meant anything. But I'm just trying to warn people not to kind of fall into that trap. That's all. I know, I I. I don't know you, app chatter, but I feel like I know you from our conversations every day, and I know that you didn't have anything you know, negative that you meant by it, but I just don't want people to start falling into that trap. That's, that's a dangerous road to go down. So I, I had mentioned earlier the heckler that I had yesterday at the library. And I want to thank everybody that's been kind of chiming in and saying, hey, you know, you, you handled that well. I just want to reiterate, the heckler didn't bother me. You can come and pick on me all the time. And if you come to one of my presentations and you don't agree with the things that I say and you want to question me on some of it, absolutely, I welcome that. But do me a favor, come up to me afterward and we can talk about it kind of one-on-one. Although many times, you know, it's the end of the night for the library, so we may have to, you know, move it to the outside and, and talk about it outside the building so they can lock up. But I'm happy to stay and talk about it. But don't start making comments about the other people. So if you were in the crowd last night and you felt like this guy was slighting you in any way, I, I apologize. I know I apologized uh, to the group, but just I apologize again because it, that's not what you came there for. You came there to have some fun, to hear some spooky stuff, to learn a little bit about the paranormal, to have some laughs, and to have a good time for October. You know, th- this guy was the same guy that probably would spend the money to buy a ticket to go see a, a, a pro wrestling show so that he could walk around and tell everybody, hey, you know it's fake, right? Like, why do you have to ruin everybody else's fun? And everything that I present in my presentations, I don't present anything as verifiable fact. I present it as commonly believed theories. I present it as, from the information that people have gathered over the years, here's what we think. And that's kind of the approach that we take because there are no absolutes in it because we don't really know anything about it. All I can say for sure is that there's something to it and that there's an interest in a study of it. And then I just take you through that journey. So again, if you were there, um, hopefully he didn't ruin your night. And again, it's the first time that's happened to me and I've done this hundreds of times over the years. So I was probably due. 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're on WBSM. 
Hi, Tim. How are you? I'm great. Thanks for that great presentation last night. Uh, this is Laura calling. I had a fantastic time, and I'm really happy that you put that guy in his place. You know, we all clapped because that was great. I wasn't really offended because there's always people. I deal with the public on a regular basis, and I hear everything all the time. So, you know, like you said, just like water off the back stuck, just let it go. That's how I feel. But I had a great time. I didn't let it spoil my night. And thank you for being so informative and patient with everybody with all the questions. I mean, we could have stayed there for hours afterwards if we weren't getting kicked out at 9 o'clock. <laughs> the library was very gracious to let us stay as late as they did. But, yeah, we, we definitely could have stayed there a lot, a lot longer. Oh, absolutely, because so many people were so fascinated and, you know, had so many questions. And you're knowledgeable. So, I mean, you were more than happy to answer anything that anybody wanted to ask. And so I think I, I was going to say, I think maybe one of these times we might have to do it as like a workshop format where everybody can just come with their questions and we just sit down and talk it all out. Oh, it was great. I really enjoyed myself. I had such a good time. My boyfriend's like, probably, where are you? Because I told him I gave him a call once I got out of it and I figured it was going to be only about an hour long. I said, I just got home now. <laughs> I go, wow, you must have had a good time. We went a I little said, yeah. long. Yeah, we went a little long. Yeah, but it was good. It was, I mean, everybody, for the most part, I believe everybody in the room really enjoyed themselves except for that one guy. You know, and I thought he had left, actually, because after we clapped, he left the room. And then, then I guess he came back. Yeah, he wandered out and he came back in. I, he was, like, walking around talking to statues and talking to paintings. I don't know. He was, like, talking to anybody that would listen. And and at one point, we I walked outside and he kind of walked out behind me. And I could tell he was kind of waiting for me at the end of the block. And I was talking mm -hmm. to some other people, and he kind of eventually, like, just wandered off on his own. And I was like, oh, thank God. But before that, I, I, I was saying before, uh, I walked out of the building, and he was talking to the uh, custodian. And he's like, you know, we started off, like, really lame, and then it just got worse from there. And I'm like, I don't think that the custodian cares about your opinion of what my presentation was. The custodian Absolutely came not. up to me afterwards and said, I really enjoyed that. You did a great job. So, Absolutely yeah. none. You did. And thank you also for signing my book. I really appreciate that. No problem. Anytime, anytime that uh, anybody spends money on one of those books, I'm happy to deface it and make it less valuable by writing my name in it. <laughs> no, I consider it more valuable. <laughs> well, I don't think that the secondary market on eBay agrees with you. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm just teasing. I'm teasing. But for me, it's valuable. I know. I Well, a lot of books, when they are signed, they are considered more valuable, especially something that's out of print. Yeah. But um, yeah, I just you were very informative about a lot of stuff. It was so fascinating, interesting, and I'm amazed that you you have no fear whatsoever. You know, like come on, give me all you've got, kind of attitude with these spirits. It's amazing, you know, that just bring it on. I'm like, wow. Hey, I'm there to learn, and I'm not going to learn if I try to limit myself and what I can experience. That's right. Absolutely. So. That's so true. All right. Well, I'm glad that you had a good time. I'm glad that you called in. Oh, I, well, I told you I would. It's just I slept in a little bit later today. I had the day off, so. I figured, um, well, I heard you start because I said, well, maybe I shouldn't call in because you're not talking about this right now. But when you just started chiming in about this man, I said, oh, good time to call. I'll call right now. <laughs> yeah, well, call in anytime. And I'll tell you this. I, I actually slept in a little bit this morning, too. So we I think oh. I think we were all a little exhausted after last night. Yeah, it was good. Well, I've been up since 245 in the morning that day. I had opened. So I, I was it was a long day for me. Ah. Long, long day for me. So. Well, yeah, I'm glad so, that you. I'm glad that you were able to stay up and experience it, and that you had a good time, and uh, and hopefully we'll be back again next year. Oh, that was great! Thank you so much. All right, thank you. You have a great day. You too. Now, bye bye. And uh, if you did miss out on it, uh, we will be having some more. I'll be having some more presentations around. The next one locally 
is I'll be in Westport on the 21st at 2 p.m. So I'll be talking about paranormal properties, how you can buy a haunted house, but you can't own the ghosts that are inside of it. As a lot of these famous haunting, haunted places have gone up for sale in recent years, uh, and some of the new owners have had to kind of learn and adjust how that works. Uh, we talk a little bit about that, and of course, we'll talk some other paranormal stuff as well, and bring your questions. So that'll be on the 21st at 2 p.m. at the Westport Public Library, and I'm in other places too, North Providence, and... Plymouth and Haverhill and all over the place. And uh, if you go to my Facebook page, if you go to facebook.com slash the other Tim Weisberg because of the guy with the flute, um, I have a list there of, of every place that I'll be this month. All right, 508-996-0500. I'm going to take a break and we'll be back in a few moments. And welcome back in 508-996-0500. You're next on WBSM. Hello, Tim. Hello. I have a question. Sure. Uh, about uh, the Trump money Running. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to be giving away a hundred dollars a day to ten people. It's uh, yeah, it's a, it's a hundred dollars each hour. Um, I haven't heard any any winners announced or anything. Yeah, we're not putting the winners out on the air because it's it's too much work for all the hosts to have to track them down and put them all on the air. So we haven't put them on the air. But you can request a list of all the winners. There's an address on the website under the rules, and if you send that in, they'll send you a list of all the winners. Okay, I'm just curious. I just, uh, I just, I didn't know if you, I didn't hear anything about the the people who are winning. So, yeah. The, so when we tried doing this promotion before, I guess the reason why they couldn't really stick with it was because there was a lot of work for the hosts, and it was just too much in the course of trying to actually host the show and take the phone calls and have their guests and everything that they're doing. So that's why they had abandoned it. And so part of my pitch to try to bring it back and, and have it again was to make it so that we put as less, uh, put the least amount of work on people as possible. Oh, very interesting. Thank you. All right. Thank you so much. And um, yeah, so that was that was kind of the idea was that if we could do it as hands off for everyone else and put as much of the work on me as possible, we knew that it would work um, just because it wouldn't be fair to say to everybody. All right. Now you've got to go and you've got to find who it was that won. You've got to call them. You've got to get the, get their information, get them on the air. So instead, what happens is when you enter now. Our, our national contesting team takes care, of, takes care of it. They pick the winner, they contact the winner, and then we don't have to get involved in all of that. And I get to make all the codes, and I get to put the codes in there and have them all planned out so none of the hosts have to really worry about it. It's all simple for them, and that makes it easier so that nobody says, wow, that contest is a lot of work. Do we really have to do it next time? And, um, and I'm, I like doing it. I love giving you guys stuff. I love giving you the chance to win stuff. And we've got some tickets coming up for things that we're going to be giving away. We've got some concerts coming down the pike that we're going to be giving away tickets to. Um, I've been teasing this one, but it's going to be coming up closer to the holidays. We're going to be giving away tickets to a, a hip-hop legend that the ladies love. He's really cool. So, you know, you can kind of piece it together maybe from there. We'll have those soon enough. And, uh, of course, I'm always on the hunt for anything else that we can give away for you because, again... You're listening to WBSM. We love that you're listening to WBSM. But for me, part of radio is rewarding people for listening to the radio, having contests, giving away concert tickets, giving away things. And so I'm going to make sure that we try and do as much of that as we can. And it may be something as simple as giving away a Seize the Deal certificate, which, by the way, you can still be entered to win any time by going on the WBSM app, opening up the open line voicemail feature, just telling us your name, where you're listening from, and why you love listening to WBSM. And then we can use that in promos and things like that. But by giving us that information and by recording that for us, we will enter your name into a drawing 
to win a seize the deal gift certificate. And if you don't do it, if you don't win it, I'm going to give it to Ariel and then she gets to go out and eat. So either way, somebody's going to win one way or the other. All right. Speaking of Ariel, it is time to go into the newsroom and get all the headlines of the day with Ariel Dorsey. Security of State Antony Blinken is in Israel to show U.S. support following the deadly attacks by the Palestinian militant group Hamas. Blinken held a joint press conference this morning with Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu as they work to secure the freedom of about 150 hostages kidnapped by Hamas, including some Americans. Secretary Secretary Security Blinken says the number of Americans killed in the conflict now stands at at least 25. Some schools are telling parents to monitor their children's social media use while the war in Israel rages on. Counselors are concerned over the possibility of graphic images of hostages held by the Palestinian militant group Hamas circling. They warn the images could cause trauma. New York Republican lawmakers are now pushing to remove Long Island Congressman George Santos. Long Island Representative Anthony D'Esposito is introducing an expulsion resolution. Santos was just hit with new federal charges accusing him of stealing identities and using his donors' credit cards without their approval. And there's finally a winner of the enormous Powerball jackpot. A winning ticket worth over $1.7 billion, the largest, biggest lottery prize in U.S. history, was sold in Fraser Park, California, about 70 miles north of Los Angeles. And talks between Hollywood Studios and the Actors Union are suspended after negotiations broke down Wednesday. The Alliance of Motion Picture and Television Producers, which represents the studios, said the two sides were still too far apart. The strike has been going on for three months. The United Auto Workers strike is adding more members. The union said in a tweet that 8,700 UAW members at Ford's Kentucky truck plant are joining the strike. Large F-Series pickups, one of the company's more profitable vehicles, are made at that plant. Kansas City hosts Denver for an AFC West battle on Thursday Night Football. The Chiefs lead the division at 4-1 after beating the Minnesota Vikings 27-20 in Week 5. And in more sports, a dozen Patriot players were listed as limited during Wednesday's practice. Wide receiver Taekwon Thornton, offensive lineman Trent Brown, Mike Owenu, and Cole Strange, linebacker Josh Uche, and cornerback Jonathan Jones were among the limited participants. New England is last in the AFC East at 1-4 and, and will visit the Las Vegas Raiders Sunday afternoon. The Bruins came from behind to win their season opener against the Blackhawks. Boston topped Chicago 3-1 at TD Garden and will host the Nashville Predators Saturday night. And the Celtics picked up their second win of the preseason against the 76ers after earning a 112-101 victory in Philadelphia. Peyton Pritchard led the Celtics in scoring with 17 points off the bench. Boston will continue its exhibition schedule when it hosts the New York Knicks Tuesday night at TD Garden. Now let's take a look at your local forecast with ABC6. With you, everybody, on this Thursday morning, areas of fog will be burning off fairly quickly after sunrise. A mild afternoon is in store with temperatures around 70 overnight tonight. Cool once again, cooler temperatures and mostly sunny skies for this Friday. Conditions improving considerably for the weekend. 
Be sure to watch ABC6 for my full seven-day forecast. From the ABC6 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Ceci del Carmen on New Bedford's News Talk Station, 1420 WBSM. And I'm Ariel Dorsey for WBSM News. Stay up to date with New Bedford's News Talk Station, WBSM, and get breaking news alerts with the WBSM app. song although you make your living off the morning news as you as you informed us yesterday by the time it's evening you're in bed <laughs> taking a power nap yes a 12 hour power nap apparently so but yes uh, that is dirty laundry by Don Henley which is still just as prescient today as it was back in the 80s when he released it I think it was 1981 if I remember right and it was all about the the change in the evening news back then that it became less about reporting and more about sensationalizing. And, uh, and I think to this day, it's proven correct. So 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. Yes, good morning, Tim. How are you? I got to tell you this story. Sure. Okay. Uh, 30 years ago, I worked out of town. And, uh, you know, I worked in nursing. So, uh, and the job I took was on the third shift. So I said to the other nurses, I said, is there anything here that, you know, you need to tell me that that would be helpful or unusual? Well, they said, well, <laughs> we don't want you to panic. But they said, we have a, uh, we have a, a priest that was here for five years, and, and he passed away. And they told me that every so often they'll see him walk by the nurse's station. Hmm. Would you believe that one? I do believe it. And and they told me to don't panic if you should see, see him walk by. And they said, uh, I, I had never seen him walk by, but they had. And and that's what they told me. Oh, and the other thing, too, uh, they, uh, you know, you know, when Pearl Harbor was on, right? Mm -hmm. There was a young nurse that just graduated from nursing school and she was sent to Pearl Harbor. And when they bombed Pearl Harbor, she saw everything. She saw everything that went on there, and, and she happened to be a patient at the nursing home. And uh, I always wanted to talk to her about, you know, but I was afraid to, in a way, you know, imagine the memory she yeah, had. Yeah, sometimes it's tough to, to have yeah, people and, relive and some of other, that. The other thing, uh, Tim, was uh, later on in the news, I heard her family had taken her out of there, to, you know, to take a day trip. And they got in a big accident down the Cape, and she got killed. Oh, no. So, yeah. So I never uh, really, uh, uh, I never really, I always wanted to have a talk with her, but I was, you know, you, you feel funny about it because you, you can imagine the, 
what she saw and what she went through uh, during that time. Yeah, I, I went through that with my grandfather. My grandfather was in World right. War II, and he was one of the few, you know, uh, Jewish American soldiers that actually went to Germany. They they tried to have the, from what he was telling me, they tried to have the Jewish Americans go to um, the Pacific Theater because they, you know, they didn't want to put them at extra risk uh, going up against the Nazis. And he was one of the few that actually went to Germany. And he would not really talk about what went on. Um, I oh. guess he might have done some things that he didn't didn't want to talk about. But he, the one thing that I, that'll always stick with me is I remember he says, when you are in true fear when you fear death when you know that you are going to die that your death is imminent he says it's it's amazing i started i started burping hiccuping and burping and it tasted like ammonia well, and, and that stuck with me because i was like wow like what a visceral memory that is to have and then for him to be able to throw himself back in the moment like that um i just could only imagine what he must have had to go through in his mind on a daily basis that he that he never talked about well uh, tim the other thing i wanted to ask you was I mean, you know, we don't have anything like this around here. I don't know why, but, you know, uh, years back, right, my son said to me, Dad, I'm going to bring you to see the Pawtucket Red Sox. Mm -hmm. So we're on Newport Avenue. We said, Dad, I'm gonna, we're going to go to Arby's. And he says, uh, so we went to Arby's, and I got uh, a beautiful, uh, you know, very thinly sliced roast beef sandwich. And I'll never forget it. And we don't have anything like that around here. No. If I wanted the roast beef sandwich, which I've been thinking about lately, where would I go in this area to get a good roast beef sandwich? So for my money, I like what's called, you know, a North Shore beef. I like the North Shore style roast beef sandwiches. And they, they, they make them a certain way. It's called a three-way. And it comes on a toasted uh, like a grilled uh, Kaiser roll or bulky roll, onion bulky, and it has three key ingredients. And first of all, well, you have to have thinly sliced, very rare roast beef, like so thinly sliced that it almost crumbles. And then you have American cheese. The cheese has to go on the bottom. You have mayonnaise on, on the roll. And then you also have a specific barbecue sauce called James River Barbecue Sauce. And there's a place, the only place really locally that does it, two places do it locally. Uh, the Mattapoisett Diner has it once in a while, Pandolfi's Mattapoisett Diner. Brian over there is a big fan of North Shore beef, so he'll put it out every now and then. But also Pizza Boy and Wareham does it. And you can go and get a regular roast beef sandwich. You can get a roast beef sub. You don't have to get it that way. But if you ask for a three-way there, they will make it that way for you. Yeah, the best place for me to, to go would be the Mattapoisett Diner. Yeah, I mean, I would just call Brian first and ask him if he's doing it and say, oh. you know, hey, I heard that you do the North Shore Beefs, and if he's not doing it, he'll let you know when he's planning on doing it next. Oh, thank you so much for telling me that. No problem. <laughs> let me know if uh, let me know if you get one, and, uh, and yes, maybe we'll meet up and have a roast beef sandwich together sometime. Yes, that would be great. All right, you have a good day. You too, thank you so much. Take it easy. Bye-bye. 508-996-0500. Yes, North Shore Beefs, very specific. And it's funny because... I used to be like, until I really got into the nitty gritty of it, and there's a lot of, there's a Facebook group about it, and until I really got into the specifics of it and started going to some of these other places, I was that kind of person that was like, well, Kelly's roast beef, really great roast beef, right? And as you find out, like, Kelly's roast, Kelly's roast beef was like saying, you know, McDonald's is a really great cheeseburger. Like, it's just, it's not the same. And Michael Rock, of course, is, is from the North Shore originally, uh, he grew up on Kelly's roast beef. He's a big fan, and I've been trying to tell him, like, I, no, you you got to go beyond that, and you got to try some of these other places. you got to try Modern Butcher and Jamie's, all these other places. 
Um, but even just going here locally and getting it from the, the couple of places that you can, it is its own unique special thing. And from what people and callers have been telling me, there used to be a lot of roast beef restaurants around here. But for some reason, it, it isn't something that people do around here anymore. We don't have an Arby's. I, I don't know if there was ever a Roy Rogers around here. Roy Rogers was another restaurant that was famous for roast beef. Roy Rogers, also the first place I ever tried curly fries, seasoned curly fries. My uh, uncle and I were driving up to Maine, and we stopped at a Roy Rogers, like, I don't know, it was probably like 1 o'clock in the morning to have something to eat. And we had roast beef sandwiches, and he's like, you got to get these fries, and you got to get a vanilla milkshake. And I was like, all right, well, I like both of those things, so let's do it. And then we sat down at the table, and he's like, you got to take your fry. And he takes his curly fry, and he's like, and you got to dip it in your milkshake. And I said, that sounds weird, but I'm game. And I tried it, and it was great. So at the time, you know, I was a high school student. I would every Friday when we had pizza day, people thought it was weird. I would take my hoodsy cup, and I would dump it on top of my cheese pizza, and I would eat the two things together. I don't know why I did it, but I did. And then it became a thing where, like, everybody was like, let's, let's try it. But anyway, yeah, so roast beef. 508-996-0500. Speaking of beef... If you want to be able to make your own roast beef, and really the only way you're going to get good, true North Shore roast beef is you have to roast it yourself. You have to thinly slice it yourself, or you can go over to the butcher shop. Because over at the butcher shop, they can give you exactly what it is that you're looking for. If they don't have it already, just ask Eric. He will get it for you. That's his motto, and that's the way that they've always done business over there at the butcher shop at 123 Dartmouth Street in New Bedford. Stop in, get yourself some of their giant chicken wings, Get yourself some celebrity pork chops. Uh, and they are celebrities because you will be asking for those pork chops autographs after you taste that first bite. Get yourself some steak tips, some sirloin steaks, tomahawk steaks, some terrace major. You can get some codfish. You can get some lobsters, giant lobsters in the tank on sale right now. There's so many great things, great items that you can get there. Get it the way that it is and take it home and marinate it yourself or Eric can marinate it for you ahead of time. And you can get a, show up, grab them, bring them home, throw them on the grill, and have dinner in just a short amount of time. Or if you want it even faster than that, they have great pre-made food every single day. They're always cooking up a storm over there at the butcher shop so that they can feed you, feed your family, and they can do it affordably. So check them out, 123 Dartmouth Street in New Bedford, and stop in, see all that they have to offer, everything from sirloin steaks to soccer balls, Stop by the basement and the, the cellar there and visit the beer and wine selection. Check out the cheese selection. Check out everything that they have. And don't forget to grab some of that rice pudding on the way out. Maria's homemade rice pudding, the best. All right, uh, we will take a break here really quickly. When we come back on the other side, we'll go back to the phones. 
Welcome back in 508-996-0500. The final few moments of the program before we were going to give before we give way to South Coast now. Uh, a reminder tomorrow on the program, we will speak with New Bedford City Council President Linda Morad. She joins us every Friday and joining us tomorrow, uh, I believe is is it Councillor Burgo? I already forgot. My fault. But uh, coming up a little bit later on in the month, we're so uh, Councillor Carney is now working a different schedule. So she's unable to join Councillor Morad at 8 o'clock when this uh, segment happens. So in a couple of weeks, we're going to have Councillor Carney on, but we're going to do it early. We're going to do it in the 6 o'clock hour, I believe, so that we can get it in before she has to go to work. And then what we'll do is we'll replay it later on in the show. And then that way there we can have it so that you can hear it if you're used to hearing it at the regular time. But we will re replay it that day just so that, you know, you don't have to miss out on that. Uh, but tomorrow we'll have it at the regular normal time right after the 8 o'clock news. 508-996-0500 if you want to get in some last thoughts before the end of the program. I will direct your attention to WBSM.com and the WBSM app where Barry has an article looking back at Cathay Temple. If you are not familiar with that, that's probably because you might not have been around prior to the year 2000 when it shut down. Or was it? Couldn't have been that. I'm going to have to go back and look at that now that I think about it. Because there's actually a review that I wrote about it. And you can read that review. It's still out there on the Standard Times. One of my dine-out restaurant reviews when my son was very young. So that would have been, I think I called him a year and a half old in the article. So that would be, he was born in June of 2006, uh, 2004 rather. So we're looking at probably mid-2005. But anyway, Barry has an article looking back at Cafe Temple, which is now Ying Dynasty of Mattapoiset. But he's looking back at the way it was under the ownership and the leadership of the folks that ran Cathay Temple. So you can check that out at WBSM.com and on the app. It'll be some good memories for a lot of you. All right, right now I have to take my final break of the program. We'll be back in just a few. All right, that'll do it. It's just about the final moment of the program here. Chris McCarthy has you coming up next with South Coast Now, and uh, he'll have lots of great conversations for you. 508-996-0500 is the number to call in and chime in on that. Uh, if you haven't read the article yet at newbedfordlight.org, please do so about the NSC 131 uh, flyers that were put out in New Bedford, in the West End, around Buttonwood Park. These neo-Nazis were leaving pamphlets, uh, flyers, in people's driveways, on their porches, and it's not the first time that it's happened in the area. As, uh, as shared with us by Not Bad in Oak Bluffs, it happened in Johnson, Rhode Island, earlier this week. We know that they had been in Fall River protesting the Drag Queen story time earlier this year. There, some of the materials were found in Dartmouth back in August. So we have to be vigilant against this. We have to let these people know that any kind of hate won't stand in New Bedford. Mayor Mitchell has already referred this to the FBI. So anybody who lives in that area, if you have uh, home security footage, check it out. See if you got anything. And then let the New Bedford police know. Let the mayor's... Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. 
Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.